Hello. All right. Welcome to Drinks and Dystopia. Building worlds, one dumb idea at a time. Nice, nice. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. I'm cold, which is a very unusual feeling. It is. I feel like we've never done a podcast where we've actually been cold. Oh, this is weird. The reason it's cold is because it's the dead of winter, I suppose, in Australia. Yeah, which is it's still like in the double digits, though, isn't it? So it's really not no, that it isn't. Cold. It's it's it was six degrees this week, which is low, and it's snowing in some parts. About an hour from here, it's snowing. When wow. I say snow, I mean a dusting, like barely snow, but it made the news. That climate seems like it's a changing. Oh, the new start. <laughs> also, I've been requested. This is this is Lee. Hi, I'm Lee. And I am Tanya. We never say our names. Oh, really? Ever, ever. We never say our names. We introduce ourselves. Oh, God. We, we just say hello and we go on. Right. <laughs> um, so we'll start introducing ourselves each week. Yeah, that's a really, really <laughs> sort of schoolboy error, that, isn't it? <laughs> this week is a very special episode because it is being edited by my wonderful sister. Oh, yeah. Well done, Sam. That's Thank it. you, Sam. Thanks. So you have to edit out... All the silly things I say. And by silly, he means anything offensive. Yeah. So when I say things like, you've got to cut that bit out. <laughs> when I say things racist, like... No. <laughs> this is the problem, is that I will cut that out. Well, she'll find out funny and she'll leave it, in, it so in. You are screwed, sir. Oh, dear. I'm in big trouble. Twitter's going to be all over me. <laughs> it's been a while, again. What, really? How long has it been since last week's episode? Two months. Okay, okay, yeah. And we've actually recorded one in between, but I'm so bad because we did a Skype one with Tom and Sam. That's right, yeah, yeah. And I haven't been able to edit it because we had a problem with the sound, which just, it was a mess, basically. Oh, and really? I've come to the conclusion that the reason we don't get these out is not because we don't want to sit down and do it, it's because I hate editing sound. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna finish that one, but this will probably come out first. So. Uh, mm, okay, see, I, I assumed that other one had come out already. Because you've never listened. Because I've never listened. <laughs> And I do none of the editing. I do I do none of the work. Yes. <laughs> I essentially turn up, get drunk, and... and, and Offend. Okay, so what are you drinking? Uh, <laughs> I am drinking a, uh, a wild yak, I believe, is the one I'm drinking, which is just a sort of sort of a craft beer. Not really, but sort of a craft beer. Yeah, and a Mountain Dew and a Dr Pepper. Oh, yeah. those. T- oh, you want me to include all the beverages <laughs> I'm currently drinking, not just the alcoholic one. Uh, yeah. So I've got a few on the go. I'm drinking, for the first time ever on this podcast, a glass of red wine. Red wine? Cab Sav. Wow. Yeah, our landlady gave us a free bottle of red wine and now I'm addicted. I can't imagine drinking in the pub. It feels very, it's a cold night in the house. Let's pretend it's Christmas kind of drink. Yeah, it feels a bit Christmassy, so I get it. Not for anyone listening in the UK. It's... No, it's like the height of summer there, yeah. isn't it? Whereas for us, it's like, oh, it feels like Christmas. Why is it the height of summer, but the dead of winter? Because that's it, isn't it? It's like the top and the bottom. But the bottom of something isn't the dead. <laughs> if, if something's at the bottom of a mountain, it's probably fell, fallen there and it's now dead. We're at the bottom of a mountain. We're all what? at the bottom of mountains we're all not on mountains right oh now. i thought you're getting all philosoph- philosophical then you're like we're at the bottom of a mountain <laughs> i was like what does this mean we're all at the bottom of the mountain i have we are yeah yeah okay that's where you're coming from you, you sound like the uh like the psychologist guy from the mask we all wear masks metaphorically speaking <laughs> Okay, so this week is very themed to the things we've watched recently. So it's, so it's like every other week, you yep, mean? Yep, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, wait, backtrack. 
There's no backtrack because I haven't put the last episode out yet. Yeah, so they don't even they don't know what we've got wrong yet. <laughs> they still have that to, to learn. <laughs> this week's mini question is more yes. of an actual question. Like, just I want your opinion on something. Okay. okay. Normally they're like a podcast where you ask my opinion on an outlandish question. I can't. It's got legs. What? How would I? How would I describe the difference? I suppose normally my mini questions is a, an option based thing where you have to decide what you prefer. Yeah. Or is this an actual, just your opinion based? Oh, okay. I know there's a very weak <laughs> distinction between the two of those. <laughs> okay, so my question to you is, recently we watched the Game of Thrones yeah. final season. Yeah. And we're not going to get into that. In I case. thought you were just going to call it then the Game of Thrones. I was like, the oh, Game brilliant. We watched the Game of Thrones. Well, yeah. me and they have very strong feelings on the end of Game of Thrones. We're not going to give any spoilers, but we consider it trash. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's, that's like everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> So my question to you is, what is your opinion of prophecies, the use of prophecies in TV and film? Do you Ooh. think they're a good thing? Do you like them? Do they have downsides? Do you think they're lazy? Yeah, I think they're a bit of a lazy trope because maybe I get bogged down in this too much. My first question, when someone says like, the prophecy says X, okay? So the prophecy says the a guy, a man will come from the East bearing the head of a shark or whatever. Right? <laughs> I'm in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a good prophecy. But they say that. So then my first question is like, one, if the prophecy comes true, then that means there's magic of some description because that means people can prophesize things. So who was it who was prophesizing it? And what magic were they using? So magic's real. Yeah. So they either this person could communicate with, the, with gods or the god, which then means that gods and god is real. Hmm. Or they can they can interact with the supernatural in some way. So like whatever world you're now in obviously has now supernatural stuff. I want an explanation for that. So I want like, okay, well, who who gave the person, the, the, the soothsayer, who gave them this information and why? Mm. What's the grand plan of the god or the gods doing this? Why, you know, blah, blah, blah. If it doesn't come true, then what was the point of it? It's kind of a waste of time. Game of Thrones, we're looking at you. Yeah, like if it does, what, what was all the prophecies all about? And yeah, and on top of that, it's it's a bit of a lazy trope now because Lord of the Rings had prophecies. Um, Harry Potter didn't. The Harry Bible. Potter had the Bible. <laughs> Jeez, you know all these stories. They've all had prophecies, and they're all just kind of like it's all a bit tired and boring. I couldn't be more opposite to that opinion. Oh, here we go. go I love a prophecy when it, when mm. i'm watching a tv show or a film and there is a prophecy well normally i'm already in the mystical world like if there's a prophecy it's it the film's way like you just said to me that's the film saying normal world rules don't apply here okay. like you're gonna you're gonna be, you are allowed to suspend your disbelief because there's higher powers helping these people out but aren't you straight away my first question is who are these higher powers what's their names where did they live how did yeah. they get there and until Game of Thrones, the reason I love prophecies was that it's a promise of an answer. Mm. So like most of the time, the answer is that the prophecy will be fulfilled. So obviously that was a higher powers plan and that's what they wanted to happen. And normally, like in time travel films, giving the prophecy forces the prophecy to happen. And without the prophecy, it wouldn't have happened. Yeah. But it has become a tired trope, like in the Lego film, when they say, but the prophecy needs like, I just made that up. And the, it's like, yeah, believing one. You need reasons to believe it and stuff. And it has become like something people use all the time. When it's done right, this, this, it's almost like um, the opposite of exposition. It's like not telling you stuff that's happened. It's a promise that something is going to be there at the end. 
Yeah. But it's kind of like they, they use the prophecy because the Lego movie is basically ripping off the Matrix, right? Yeah. So it's like they use the prophecy in the Matrix. And that annoys me because the Matrix is supposed to be like, that's like real world hard science. And yet they have this mystical prophecy. Like who's giving these mystical prophecies? And I agree that that has no, there should be no prophecy in that. Yeah. And then I know in the or Lego movies. They have a reason for it. Yeah, I know in the later movies they go on about like, oh, well, there's multiple Neos, like Neo, and there's like a reason for it and all that sort of stuff, right? So I suppose you could argue that Matrix kind of explains it. It's like, oh, it's not really a prophecy. It's just that, oh, well, we know this is going to happen every so often. So do you know what I mean? Like Neo was a was an error in the system, right? Yeah. That just kept recurring, which is why there was thousands of him or whatever. But see, like the Matrix could have got away with it by saying, of course, there's no prophecy. It's just hope for a, a desperate situation. So I mean, like creating yeah. myth to get people who are, you know, if you've escaped the matrix, you're not in a nice world. Yeah. Giving a prophecy is giving hope. So I don't mind it. it, it prophecies are great as long as there's a reason. Okay, so I suppose we're going to give spoilers for Game of Thrones. I'm not going to go into specifics. If they haven't seen it by now, if you haven't seen Game of Thrones, turn this off and go and watch it. Otherwise, I think we assume everyone's watched the finale of Game of Thrones. And I'm sorry that you had to go through that. Yeah. <laughs> it's been weeks now, so like... But, so in Game of Thrones, they had all these prophecies and I was so excited because they're little promises and every time a little bit of it would be... And my favourite thing is when a prophecy says something, but it's not literal. Like when you found out, I don't know what season it was, that although it said prince, the language it was written in was um, gender neutral. So prince meant princess meant, so it could be any gender. And then that changed everything because it was mm. like, right, it can be anyone. And it'll be like, blood will rain down from the sky, but it doesn't mean blood. It means like... Fire. Rain that's been... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. Like stuff that I really enjoy that. Yeah. But in Game of Thrones, what they did is they ignored everything about the prophecies apart from select lines. They solved those select lines, like the eyes of different colors, and decided that meant something, but all of the other prophecies was trash. And then that kind of ruins the world because it's like, well, now it means nothing. So unless you fulfill it, prophecies are rubbish. And I think you need to have, having one prophecy in your universe, you're like, there is one prophecy that everybody knows, that everyone's familiar with, yeah. that's kind of vague or kind of complicated. And everyone's like, yeah, we've we, everyone knows that prophecy, but it's never come true. It's just folklore, blah, blah, blah. And then it comes true. Hmm. Like all of it does and all of it fits together. And it's been like hundreds or thousands of years in the making. You know, I can give a pass if it's done cleverly. But when you have a, a universe, that was the one problem with Game of Thrones. It had like a million prophecies yeah. that could fit any and all situations. In which case <laughs> you're like, well, what's the point in these then? Because they're not specific enough. They're not well known enough. But I think they did have answers. They just didn't bother. If in that yeah. last episode, every one of those on one day had all come true and they all were kind of linked together, that would have been really cool because that would have been like all these different witches from all over the world or like whatever soothsayers they were in Game of Thrones all had the same prophecy. They had all just interpreted it different ways. Yeah. But this one thing, that would have been really important. But nothing yeah. was important. <laughs> no, I mean, they, they went, I mean, what you're describing is a good way to go, but they could go the other way, which is for, for nothing to matter, to destroy eight <laughs> seasons worth of character development. Um, just to get like a cheap I don't even know what I, I don't even to know what to move on to Star Wars that's the yeah, yeah, yeah. They, 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 the writers just wanted to go and write their Star Wars films <laughs> yeah they were they were done and they were like now nah, we're alright and they're like well you know you could you could spend a few more hours just finishing off this story that we put 10 years of our life in they're like nah, now we're done bye you seen that fantastic th meme thing and it's like uh, HBO you can have 13 seasons, George R. No, George R. Mine. You can have 13 seasons, HBO. You can have 10 seasons, the writers of Game of Thrones. You can have Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, bye. <laughs> yeah. But it's just a show, you know, we're not meant to care. But I do deeply. God, I do. It was <laughs> okay. bad. It was That's real good. bad. So we both kind of agree. Don't have them unless they, they 
They no, can, you're they, over them. You're over yeah, them. Yeah, they can serve a purpose, but I feel like I, I am a bit over them. I think they've been, maybe it's just because they've been misused so often and they're, it's such a common trope. And anything which is slightly historical or mystical, they're like, the prophecy says, and you're like, oh, here we go. Writers use it now as an easy out. So it makes the character special straight away because, like, the prophecy says yeah. a man will be born with six eyes upon his ass or something. They're like, <laughs> Oh, our main character's got six eyes on his ass, so he must be the guy, and we know he's important. It's like a shortcut rather than like actually developing a character we care about. We talked about this briefly, though, recently, and I'd never thought of it this way, but if you have a world with prophecies, then there is no free will. No, that's right, yeah. Because it was always going to happen. Yeah, they've so it's obviously... it's a determinist world, where everything is determined. Yeah, there's no... You have no you have no free will, really, because it's all, it's all predetermined. It's all just... The tape is just playing out. Yeah. And you're, they've just... Whoever's they've skipped given them, to the end. Yeah, some prof, someone who's... A Process fast forwarded to the end of the film, seen how it ends, then rewind back to the end and gone, oh, this is what's going to happen. Interesting. Yeah. But I say this is just a problem for me. As soon as the prophecies, like, it's usually the world you're in is interesting, but they, they obviously haven't, they're not using future viewing, using technology or, you know, Einsteinian physics. So they're obviously using magic. Yeah. So I'm interestedly more interested in the magic. I'm like, oh, wow, these people saw the, the future. How? What magic did they use? How did the magic work? If there's gods involved, who are these gods? How did they become gods? So I'm not interested in the story anymore. I'm more interested in the background. That well, then you should like the Lego movie. It was Will Ferrell. He was the god. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I never, I've never gone on. I was never on the Lego movie boat. I know I missed that. I liked one. it, but I hated the bit when the prophecy wasn't real. And he was like, "I just made it up." And it's like, "Yeah, but I felt really cheated because I was like, "Yeah, but you promised me something with this. This is what I suppose a prophecy is a promise, isn't it? It's in then when it then they lie to you. Like I based everything on that. So I suppose it's like watching a Bond film and then suddenly him using Looney Tune physics. Be yeah. like, no, no, no. We've established James Bond lives in our world. So if he jumps off a cliff, he's going to fall and die. Yeah. But if you suddenly walked out and you know did a rut row scramble to the edge because it wouldn't yeah. be okay and I think it, I think it hollows the story out because when you're watching a story and they're like there's a prophecy kind of related to what I was saying it's like you know there's some there's a grand plan there's mm. gods there's mysticalness there's magic all this sort of stuff and as soon as the person goes I was just making it up you're like oh you, I, you've hollowed all of that out all that interesting stuff about your world I know isn't true it doesn't exist so your world's as boring and as mundane as our world <laughs> so you're like thanks very much Thanks for pissing on my story. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's how I feel as well when they say that the old prophecy is not true. You don't like, feel strongly about it. Not at all. No, never <laughs> thought about it before. <laughs> so you see why I said that was a different mini question to normal. That was like. Yeah, I suppose it was. Yeah. It was a discussion. Yeah. Rather than just tell me your opinion. <laughs> yeah, rather than what would you prefer or. <laughs> would you rather? <laughs> would you rather? All right. This week's big question, the main question. Oh, here we go. Big guns. Lee's going to either hate or love this one. And Tanya's going to ask me if they'll worship it at some <laughs> point. I don't need to. No? Ah. Okay, so this world comes to us from a twisted mind of Rob Brady, who drives me to work every day. That is a very twisted mind. <laughs> he doesn't listen to this, so it's fine. You need to put it on in his car when he's driving you in the morning so you can listen to it. I don't want to listen to my own voice in the car. <laughs> <laughs> so we recently watched Endgame. Yeah. And I'm going to warn you now that this is spoilers. If you've not seen Endgame, turn this off because we are about to tell you everything. Yeah, but you know, same time, don't watch Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are the only human that has that opinion. Yeah, so okay. All right, okay. So Bob was saying, and we've discussed this since the world where we're going to work on the assumption that when Robert Downey Jr like 
Okay, same. It's one more time. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers to the max. When Robert Downey Jr. clicks his fingers yeah. and everyone comes back again, yeah. what is that world? What happens when half of the world, including animals, suddenly reappears after five years of them not being there? Absolute chaos. Yeah, so Absolute that's this week's question. Chaos. That's this week's question is what is that world? Like, how does that world work? What are the instant ramifications and what happens because of it? Can I stray into endgame critiques or are we steering well? I'm sure here? they'll naturally come up as we discuss. Yeah. But I suppose, because the, the different thing is, because I brought this up with Lee recently, we talked about it a little bit, but we had a different opinion of what happened. Because I assumed when he did that, I assumed everyone just came back and they didn't know really where they'd been, but they were in the same location as when Thanos had clicked his fingers five years ago. But you thought that they never left. So those five years, they'd been there the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and the reason I thought that is is exactly kind of what the, this question's about because it doesn't make any sense. Where have they been? Have they just been dead? When he clicks their fingers, do they just reassemble? Like, does their dust just reassemble? In which case, do they have any memories of the last five years or are they just gone? So I assumed when you click their fingers, he sort of undid the last five years and that it was like they were almost sent back in time five years. That's what I assumed. But can you see how, like, if that's the case, then loads of different life choices would have been made so people would have had babies that they didn't have like mm. so and none of those people would remember so only all of those people definitely remembered all of the Avengers remembered the people who had gone missing so do the people that didn't go missing remember I think that what happened is that there was nothing there and then they clicked their fingers and then suddenly everything came back in that moment which is why when the portal doors opened in the big fight they were all in the locations they were when when they died so what happens if you died you were you, <laughs> you have so many good questions questions and yeah. they're all what very right if you were in a plane <laughs> and now that plane's gone you reassemble sat in your chair but there's no chair you look like fucking wonder woman in the invisible plane and then you just fall to your death i completely agree but i also had these questions for when he clicked his fingers like there were so many of these questions yeah like i, d I don't what do you mean when he clicked his fingers? like when he clicked his fingers and half the world disappeared what happened yeah. to people that were flying planes if the pilot disappeared and you were just oh yeah the plane was just clipped what crash, happened yeah. if you were in the middle of giving birth did you the mother disappear and the baby stay there yeah i don't know like, yeah. so many questions but like the leaving bit is fine because that can that all that can happen in real life we can just be incinerated by a nuclear bomb you just disappear mm. that's just what happens so i've got no problem with that what I gotta put is people re-fucking appearing because what if you're in the middle of the road and you reappear what if you died on the sidewalk like on you know on the between the pathway and the road and then you reassemble and there's a car where you were you'd I, be I merged agree. with the car I, I agree I just think that that is what that is what happened I do think that's what's meant to have happened in that world is that they're all which we'll, you know, we'll have answers because there's more films coming out oh, what about this then well let's go even further okay oh, no, I've just realised it is that everyone disappeared because in the new spider man that's coming out mm -hmm. in the trailer everyone's greeting each other like they haven't seen each other yeah no it probably is that it probably is that they just came back it's it doesn't stupid. make it doesn't make sense though this is my problem with endgame <laughs> among a million other things it doesn't make any sense because this is exactly it. it's like well so people just reassembled but maybe maybe he had the thought to be like they all reappear in really nice safe places yeah maybe <laughs> and it's like well the Earth is spinning at whatever speed the Earth's spinning. So basically, if you were gone for like one minute, the Earth would have moved. The Earth has spun like kilometers in the time in one minute, but also the Earth is going around the sun. So it would have moved so hundreds of kilometers <laughs> in that minute. But not only that, 
our universe, our solar system is moving around the Milky Way. So nearly, so every person he re he brought back would be would just turn up floating in space. <laughs> In that old where they previously were, and they would all die horrible, painful space death. Isn't that funny though? <laughs> good I mean, it's hilarious, but I don't. I'm not sure that's what he was going well, for. Well, let's say that Tony, in his infinite wisdom, wished that everyone came back safely in a good place. Let's oh, say yeah. that. Okay. Let's just pretend that that's somehow what he did. Right. He didn't wish back the stones to where they needed to go because that would be too much. But yeah, the... and. <laughs> <laughs> so this is just an endgame criticism now, though. But remember, okay, the entire Guardians of the Galaxy film was based on the idea that the bad guy in that wanted to have one Infinity Stone. One. And he's like a super powerful, super badass, whatever, space god thing, right? Well, he's not a god, but he was just like a guy off the planet, whatever. But he wanted to control one Infinity Stone. And... Star-Lord grabs the Infinity Stone and he's like, how did you do this? You know, and he's like, oh, we're the galaxy, we're the galaxy, the galaxy, baby, or whatever he says, the cheesy line, right? But like, essentially, the reason why he can hold and control a, an Infinity Stone is because he is half God. Half God, okay? <laughs> Means that he can control one Infinity Stone and he still almost dies doing it, but he has, but he can do it. How the fuck can Tony Stark have five Infinity Stones and, and hold it in his hand and just click his fingers he's got and no big deal? He's got a yeah, look. he's got his gauntlet on. <laughs> oh, fuck me. Fuck me. You've got so many problems if this is where you're at right now. Okay. Oh, I know, but like that just doesn't, like that's the most fundamental thing. The whole point of the Infinity Stones is that people can't use them because they're essentially. You have to be a god to control one. So if you control all five, like like Thanos can do it, because Thanos is essentially god. So he can control these sorts of things. Tony Stark is just some rich bloke from America. Apparently he's equal to God in that he can just uh, well, wield he five did solve stones. Time travel that while washing the dishes. While washing the dishes. Yeah, that was pretty good. Can you do time travel? Time travel is impossible. Do you know what? I'm just going to try something. Oh, look, it's worked. I've I've created time travel by accident <laughs> while having a cup of tea. Oh my God, that listeners, movie's so bad. Listeners, you may have uh, guessed that Lee wasn't, he's the only person in the world that is not a fan of it. It's game. such a terrible movie. But I I think, I think there is a difference though. There is a difference between your criticisms yeah. are things that you would suspend your disbelief for in other films if you like the film. So I think that it's if you like those characters, I can completely see why those things you're okay with. Does that yeah. make sense? Like I had really weird issues with the, the film that other people didn't have at all. I got really annoyed that when they were in that cafe, the coffee shop or the diner, whatever it was, and people coming up and asking for Hulk's autograph. Yeah. That annoyed me because as far as I'm concerned, like half the population had died surely the world would blame the Avengers. They'd be like, you did this. Mm. You brought this evil to us. You didn't stop it. And whether it's a, you know, it's, I'm not saying it's justified to hate them because of it, but you know, we know humans well enough to know that well, that's at, what look, it would be like. Look at the world now. You know, you have someone <laughs> like, like Donald Trump, like half the, you know, half America love him, half America, like America think he's literally the Antichrist. Yeah. Look at any popular, look, and the opposite, they felt the opposite about Obama and, and they felt the opposite about Now imagine Bush. that that one person genuinely had been involved in a situation that made everyone you love disappear. <laughs> yeah, how like, would people not? I just think that it, they probably wouldn't even be able to go out in public. The human race would need someone to blame, and the easiest people to blame is the Avengers. the Avengers. And I think it would have been really cool if they'd had to be in hiding because the world had turned on them. And that scene as well, you're very right in what you're saying, but it makes it makes no sense on even more layer levels because one, they go up to the Hulk. So did, if they either hate the Avengers or love the Avengers, and I agree with you, I think people should hate 
them, right? But let's say people don't. Let's say people love them. You've got Ant-Man, Captain America. <laughs> yeah. And who else was with them? Another oh, Avenger. Uh, Scully Johansson. Scully Johansson. So there's four Avengers there. Okay. Or at least, like, you know, Captain America is, is, is as famous and popular as, as Iron Man. He is and massive and green. He is quite notable, though. Yeah, but, like... Have you seen Clark Kent? He's got glasses and they don't know who he is. Yeah, that's true. But, like, still, I mean, come on. Captain America sat right there. They don't even ask him. Ant-Man, they don't ask him. Like, what? They're dumb, dumb kids, though. See, this is what happens, though. Okay? <laughs> this is what I always, for, for listeners out there, this is what I, I always accuse Tanya of doing. Whenever we watch movies, I point out a gaping, yawning problem in the story, and she does the work of the writers and explains it away. No, they're, they're just not good writers who write bad stories. Stop making, stop giving them way outs all the time. I, I do that, but it's fun. It's, it's not fun. I'm sorry if you can hear that noise. It's torrential rain. It's me crying. It's me crying (laughs) while thinking about Endgame. But let's just ignore how much you hated the film for a second. Okay. Try my best. Okay. Well, yeah, my first problem is people would reassemble in awkward and embarrassing places. Imagine you died. Imagine you disappeared in your bed with your wife. And then in those five years, she is remarried or she's moved with somebody else and they are in- engaged. Well, I was going to try and say, I was trying to say copulating or something, and but you said bowling. But they're, they're, they're going out in bed and then you reassemble in the bed. Right, okay. So this is one of my major issues. It is five years is a long time. It's a hell of a long time. And in the film, I know that they took the route that everybody was kind of so disturbed by this that everyone had grouped together in their grief and no one had got over anything mm. but i think it would actually be the other way around it'd be a bit more like independence day you know the end of independence day where it's kind of like we've all lost people but let's band together because we're all in the same boat mm. and let's do this a bit like the walking dead as well everyone assembles families quite quickly and they have little groups and stuff it doesn't work out great in the walking dead but um, well, they kind of did that though because they had the they had the the memorials everywhere and they had these groups these groups for people but what i mean is there was obviously there was still an air of sadness of i can't get over this but i think what would happen is people People would be united in grief and people would get together in couples very quickly oh, okay. so after definitely five years i reckon in about two years time you'd start to see people dating and getting married again after the because two years is a long time and everyone in the world has lost someone so you were all united in that i think there'd be yeah. a lot of remarrying and people would appear again and they would have different husbands and wives and shit oh yeah i think there's definitely like lots of people would return to like broken families where their wife or their husband had remarried or was with somebody else yeah um, um, what if the president would, disappeared? Yeah, it would be absolute chaos because you'd come back, how all of your property would be gone because yeah. it's five years. Your house would be gone, your car would be gone, all your clothes would be gone. No one will have been farming for that amount of people. Yeah, there'd be a massive food shortage. So the res- yeah, the huge resource thing. And then like all these animals would suddenly appear again. You wouldn't have anywhere near the amount of like space and stuff to look after them all. It would throw it out of balance. Ironically, it would throw the environment out of balance and stuff. It would, but getting rid of half of every species isn't as bad as reintroducing, doubling everything, but not doubling the resources. No, that's right. Yeah. He did it to save the resources, right? Not to, he didn't take away half of living trees. No. 
I don't know. And remember, those people who were left behind, over the course of those five years, a percentage of those people that died would have died naturally. But in this time, those people have been having kids (laughs) and stuff and doing things and multiplying, and then suddenly they all come back again. So it wouldn't just be like, oh, it's gone from half population to, you know, back to full. It'd be at like 120% of what it used to be or something because all those extra people were born in between. Because people would rebel against Thanos and have children because they'd be like, he tried to kill us as a human race. So I probably would have only had one kid but maybe i'll have had two in that time but even even if they people didn't feel that way the government would be like we've just lost half our workforce we're going to give money to people to have kids we everyone needs to start having like china did with the single mm. with the one kid rule the just the opposite they'd be like oh we're going to pay you to have kids because money wouldn't have lost its value just because everyone disappeared so everyone would have been a lot richer yeah well well I mean, it, it could be hyperinflation because now you'd be like, well, there's, everyone has twice as much money, so all prices would go not up. Not everyone, though. Well, not everybody, but the, the population as a whole would have twice as much wealth as it mm. did before. It would be redistributed, probably, you know, because people would, they, everyone, you know, the children or the wives or husbands would get the... Would insurance pay out for dusting? Yeah, and they'd be like, it's an act of God. You'd be like, it's literally not. It's an act of Thanos. It's not <laughs> God. It's, it was Thanos who literally did it. A person we know did it. It's so confusing because what would have happened as well is that i would have aged five years so say i had a sibling who mm. was two years younger than me i'm now like five years five, older yeah so, so you've i'm seven th- years difference between me and them do they come back the age that they left yeah i mean maybe <laughs> like in that spider-man trailer it looks like he goes back to school and they're all the hip-hop parades this is all the same but yeah. no those people would be five years five younger years than you yeah he wouldn't be in the same class anymore with no. the same they'd all moved on yeah interesting yeah yeah. And what would you do for communities where it just so happens statistically? There's got to have been places where statistically they took away half, but he didn't do it very well. So that like everyone disappeared from, I don't know, Wales. Yeah. There's like 10% of Wales left, but 80% of London left. Like, mm. do you know what I mean? It wouldn't have been a... I just thought though, you're saying like they all reappeared where they were before. Yeah. But if he clicked his fingers and went back to time to the exact moment that they disappeared, mm. of course they'd still be in all those places. So it could it could have been that he just he just reversed time and was just like we're going back to the moment that you just killed them all. I'm going back to that moment and you, they won't be killed. And then they would still be in all exactly the same places that they were in when they were killed. See what I mean? But they weren't in the same place, so they all would have had to have jumped back exactly where they were. Well, he could just exclude himself and everyone who's on that moon. Just like whoop, everywhere else in the universe goes back five years. But then Thanos wouldn't be dead because they killed. Thanos in that time that's a different Thanos there'd be two Thanoses he kills Thanos when he does his <laughs> this is the thing he's got ultimate cosmic power if you have those five stones you can do anything right you control time well, you control this is the thing. space maybe when you click you know like um, Doctor Strange disappears mm. off somewhere maybe like when he clicks his fingers he literally appears in like a uh, whatever you want click your fingers waiting room and he gets to sit there for a hundred years and come up with the perfect plan yeah. And then he clicks some and then, like, we've never been told that's not the case. We do, we, actually, we were told that when Thanos clicked it, he, he sat with his baby version of Gamora for a while, didn't he? Yeah. And she was like, was it worth it? Remember? Well, yeah. So what did it cost? Everything. Everything. All yeah. Sort of so I wonder if, like, maybe, maybe you do that? As I know, I winch to you about this as well. The clicking of the fingers annoys me. Yeah, the physical act of clicking. Yeah, it's like taking something so literally where you're like, oh, you know, I'm so powerful, I could destroy the world with a click of my fingers. That doesn't mean you have to click your fingers to destroy the world. To activate the machine. Yeah, it's just, it's a flippant way of expressing how effortless your, it's funny because it until you point that out to me, I'd never considered that. But you're right. The only reason Thanos clicks his fingers is to be a dick to show off to them because he yeah. said it so many times. Yeah. But if he'd wanted to, yeah, he doesn't have to click his fingers. He can just think it, and it happens. Like he does it when he says in the in Infinity War, 
should have gone for the head. He yeah. clicks it to show them all I won. Yeah. But like the second that Tony put that glove on, could have fixed it. Yeah, you just he didn't have to. Have, he has didn't control have to those. click his fingers. No, you, you. The whole point is, you have those stones. They are now a part of you. You have like he doesn't click his fingers when he's fighting the guys in the galaxy, and he turns them into to bubbles, into and bubbles and stuff. He doesn't click his fingers each time. He's just thinking it because he now has the power of those stones, of the reality stone or whatever. But yeah, it's like. He doesn't have to click his fingers to do these things. That's just a, that is literally just a flippant way for him to express how effortless it is for him and how powerful he is. But they made that a part of this movie. The They're like, oh, you've got to stop him from clicking his fingers. And you're like, what do you mean? Well, how does clicking his fingers make these things happen? But then I suppose it was just a stand-in for the idea, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I know why they did it because they need something for him to go like I'm going to click and they can grab his fingers and hold his fingers apart. Yeah. I know why they did it, but it doesn't make any sense. How do you think law would change? Because people would be in prison and disappear. Did they do another five years on their sentence, or does the sentence carry on from the moment they reappear? Because mm. time wise, would he bring back people on death row? Or would he just be like, oh well, they're going to die anyway? Not, not just death row. Like say you were in prison for five years. That was your sentence. No, you lost it's... five years of your life, and yet because but you haven't though, have you? No, just because you haven't aged your child if it didn't disappear would like Ant-Man's child she is now a teenager he's lost that time he's never yeah. going to get that back like for him the way his life is is how it should it would have been for everyone yeah, yeah, yeah. his daughter is now a teenager he's missed all his important years of her life Yeah. so if you're meant to be in prison for five years they would have to just let you go even though to you it felt like you were in prison for three minutes yeah I suppose so yeah but then you'd have a good argument to not do that but then really your sentence was ten years because all of the world has moved on Mm. Do you apply the rules for the people that stayed or the people that left? I, su I don't know. I suppose the people that left because they lost time. I suppose you would be like, they okay, in, time, in, in the spirit of, you know, celebration that half the planet has come back to life or we thought we'd lost all of our loved ones for in, in that sort of spirit of reconciliation and wherever you'd be like, okay, anyone who was in prison and had served a sentence, you are now free. You know, like it's... Okay, so how about the pres the sitting president disappeared into dust? Yeah. But he had only served one year of his presidential election. When he disappeared, the people voted for a new one. So he comes back. He comes he comes Is he the rightful president? Yeah. Or is he the president or, or is he the president? Same let's for the say, Queen. Let's say Prime Minister, is the monarch? So I want to talk about presidents. The monarch. What about big. monarch? Yeah, but the monarch doesn't really matter. Monarch's harder, yeah. Okay, well president. A uh, prime minister. Prime, prime minister. minister. Yeah, I think it's tough shit, basically. Like you Which you, way? I, th I think the, the Prime Minister is he's out of office he's gone he hasn't been there to rule the country yeah basically you should treat it like they were in a coma for five years yeah and whatever the laws fault. would be for that that's yeah, the laws it's not his fault but or her fault but they've been gone for five years so the world had to move on we've re-elected somebody else sorry mate or mate act so weird isn't it yeah do you think as well the world would be defined by whether you were dusted or not Oh, you'd be like, oh yeah, we're the dusted. Yeah, like, like the oh. world would have two factions. It would be people that disappeared and people who stayed because they'd be older than you now. They'd yeah, have gone would... through a world where they had to deal with that. Whereas to you, you were just gone. Like they didn't indicate that anything bad had happened to them because they seemed instantly ready to fight for their lives, those people that had instantly reappeared. Yeah, I think there would be. I think there would, there would be resentment both ways because I, if I was 
if I'd lived an extra five years and I'd grown five years older and I'd had to do five years of work and blah, 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 and then someone just reappeared after five years and they're like, and they were like, oh, I want to go back into my life as it was. I would kind of resent them a little bit. I'd be like, that's not fair. I've gone five years on. I've been like, this is... I've done your job for five years. Yeah. I've kept this business going. I've yeah. got this house. Or... Absolutely. And then... The I people... married your wife. <laughs> yeah. And now you want to come back in, you know. But then the people who turn to dust would feel the same way because they'd be like, I've lost five years of my life. I, I missed... choose that. Yeah. I missed five years of my kids growing up I've come home and my car's gone my house is gone my wife's gone you know so I think there would be these two factions that would resent each other and it's like the Avengers knew they were trying to solve it that they had almost basically given up but the world wouldn't have known that to the world those people died and they all moved on okay now I have some more questions for you in that world do you think there was a press release where they explained who Thanos was what Thanos did why he did it or do you think it's a mystery do you think people are just like people disappeared and other people are like no no no, they got killed by the government or no 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 like they ran away they're just missing they're hidden somewhere or no aliens did it do you know what I mean like what do you think the world was announced? Thanos and Alien made everyone disappear. I think it was announced, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, because... So you'd hate the Avengers? Yeah. You'd be like, the Avengers, your whole point was to stop this shit from happening. And you kind of made it happen. You kind of brought it on. And trees can talk. And trees can talk. Do you think the whole situation we explained? Like, do you think they just showed a raccoon? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, guys, look at this fucking raccoon. I know you've lost all your loved ones, but guys, look, this, this raccoon can talk. Can talk. <laughs> This tree can say one sentence and move around. No, he can't. He's dead. Oh, that's true. Yeah, he's But gone. guys, there was a tree. There was a tree that could talk. <laughs> They'd be like, we don't give a shit about some talking tree. Like, oh, well, we just thought it might, you know, cheer you up. But don't worry, because here's the Hulk to read you uh, a and war be... and peace novel. Why is he so smart now? Professor Hulk is so stupid. And to be fair, if you said, like, there was a talking tree, they're like, oh, well, I saw a Norse god yesterday, <laughs> so... The idea that a tree could talk really isn't that impressive to me anymore. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, so if everyone disappeared, Thor's planet is gone. So he moved in all of his people into yeah. Norway. Little Norway, wherever that was. I'm guessing Norway, but it was called Little... Little... No, it was in Norway and it was called Little... Little Asgard. Little Asgard. Right. I want to live in Little Asgard. Yeah, that'd be the best place ever. But does the world understand that some gods now just hang out and live in Norway? Apparently, they're cool with it. That there's just gods living... But how much of this is secret and how much of this is world knowledge, do you think? Because the people knew Hulk. They knew secret. him. Yeah, how do you keep half the planet disappearing into dust secret? How do you no, keep... not necessarily that, but I mean... Norse like, gods living in Norway secret. But that's what I mean. You either... It seems that they explained it to them, which means they probably would have explained everything, right? They wouldn't have gone... I'm where, not where, are many going, where are you going with this? Just that, like, people, not only is the half the world gone, but now we all have to deal with the fact that there is gods, there is talking rock monsters, there's, that means there's alien life. I'm like, so not only, like, they people, know there's aliens, God probably. didn't save them, they, the other gods exist. So the whole world now would probably renounce Christianity and every other, and, and I they knew, would. I knew you were going to come to worship a religion <laughs> at some because point. Because it always comes into it. Because, and now. <laughs> You're obsessed with it. That's why I always come into it. if you found out 100% that Thor existed. Yeah. You would become religious. You'd well, be like, I, I oh, become shit. Norse. Yeah. Yeah, you'd become Norse, right? You'd be you'd believe in the Norse gods. Well, and, until I went to see him in Norway and he's just some fat fucking beach bum <laughs> sat in his hut or whatever, then I'd be like, Oh, so there aren't there is no such thing as gods. It was just aliens came to earth 
with a big hammer in the past and all these and the Viking dum-dums were like they're gods as well because you would actually to be fair because you can command lightning but he's not a god is he really he's just a bloke from another planet okay, so what does that do to the world on top of the fact that half the world is just as weird so not only that now you've realised religion is rubbish because that's what Thor thought well you don't but you don't though do you because Thor isn't a god Thor is I mean he is a god this is why I don't understand though I don't understand this about the universe in Marvel so is Thor a god yes kinda but no kinda because he lives on a planet called Asgard, but in, is it a planet or is it another realm? Is it another realm? In which case he kind of is a god. But it does it, seem like a realm because that's the only way to get to it is to take the rainbow bridge. Is to take the, yeah. It's not called that, is it? It's called... Um, the Bifrost. The Bifrost, yeah. Yeah, I don't really get it. Like, is Thor a god? I don't think he is. But he is because he's like a mortal. Well, it is um, Dr. Manhattan in Watchmen. He's a god. Uh, he's not though, is he? He's not a god. He's just somebody who can control atoms and stuff, you know. But, like, but then I suppose it depends what you define a god as. A god is something that can control. I'd say it's a supernatural force outside the universe that creates the universe or creates aspects of it. Okay. Is what I was. So they could of... still be a god. But surely the the proof of infinity infinity stones exist, proving. An almighty god, right? There's something created those stones to have that phenomenal cosmic power. Yeah, you would think so, right? So why wouldn't he help? <laughs> but then I suppose maybe he did. You could argue he, he made created. Tony Stark, yeah, he so. created the Avengers. So uh, and he made it so that you know these weird rules didn't mean anything. <laughs> this is the problem with it. The more you think about it, the less sense it makes because you're like, so yeah. What would you like to hear from those people that turned to dust? What do you wish that they experienced nothing? They were gone and then they were suddenly back? Or do you wish they were like, oh no, I was in a I was in a different place. I was in like the soul stone world with every other soul. Like you What's the soul stone world? Well it's oh, meant to mean be that your it... soul is taken and you're in a like like a hell, basically, like a soul stone realm. Is that the one with red skull, you mean? Yeah. Where they're in the, the kiddie pool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. because um... there was a theory that there was a lot of ways the endgame could have gone. And one of them was, well, all souls are contained inside the soul stone. So if you can find a way to shatter it all the souls will be released that's in it yeah, yeah yeah so that kind of implies that all those people are in there just hanging out just chilling just talking making friends yeah. living maybe they didn't want to maybe they were happy maybe they they made whole new lives yeah in, in the soul stone but the way they were all sort of they came back they all looked exactly the same they're all ready to go it wearing the same clothes yeah it kind of implies that they just they were nothing and then they were, they were back they were back again i'm intrigued to see how they handle this world in the next films that will be the only reason i see the next film to any of the marvel films i want to see the one after endgame but i'm, I'm annoyed that there's films after ranking you should just leave it but there should be one film that has nothing to do with any bad guy it's just how the world exists now mm. that would be a cool film it would just be fucked though right <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> the, 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 and they would just the, the world would be absolutely obsessed with intergalactic defense that's all everyone would care about. Everyone would be like, we don't have to worry about anything else. There are aliens. Remember they came through that portal in the sky and tried to destroy everybody in the first Avengers movie, whatever it is. And they came up with the Sokovia, Sokovia Accords. Yeah. Which is just the worst document in the entire world. Yeah, what was that about? Like just having... It was basically saying that at any time... I, I saw... A, this is such a nerdy thing. I saw a video explaining the Sokovia Accords. So basically yeah. it's like, one, it doesn't mean anything. Just because they sign it outside of America... And 
unless America voted in, yeah, in, in, the, in, so in it the Senate, it doesn't But let's mean. pretend they did. It would mean that at any time they can call someone with super abilities to do their bidding, right. which means they have to constantly wear ankle bracelets to tell them where they are. Even if you didn't sign it, they need to know the identity, the secret identity of any superhero, uh, superhero whether yeah you agree to the rules or not. And it, basically it's it's slavery. It's Yeah, that would absolutely be implemented by the world because people were like, one rogue alien murdered half of everybody on Earth, like three billion people. You can't apply it. How do you apply that to a superhero? All you need is one superhero like Tony Stark to agree with it and then impose it on all the other supers. But again, so patent law means that the government can't take his intellectual property off him. So they can't take the Iron Man suit off him because that's his. They would. They would just take it. No, but this is what I mean. It's like they would break so many rules of the Constitution to take all of the things that they want to from these individuals that it, it's kind of... Well, there's nothing in the Constitution about patent law or patent law. But, but Tony Stark is not a superhero. He's just a man just who... A a piece of yeah. machinery so the Sokovia Accords would not apply to him no it probably wouldn't but they, they'd still just take his technology the government's allowed to just take they can just claim your patent anytime they want the government is the one what a patent essentially is is the government saying we will protect your intellectual property from competition but they're the ones guaranteeing its protection so if they say we're just not going to protect your patent anymore it's open season if they're the thing guaranteeing something they can just take it away whenever they want can't they Ah, oh, so many problems. Also, why was anyone upset that Tony was dead? Because we can travel through time now. I know, yeah. Michael Douglas is back. He knows how to invent those things. He can invent those time travel pellet things. And what happened with the... I can't remember because I got... Like, when he clicked his fingers, yeah. it didn't destroy the Infinity Stones, right? Because no. they're all still there. Yeah. So why didn't somebody just click their fingers and bring Tony back? Because they're, they're stupid. Yeah, doesn't make any sense. Apparently you can't bring anyone back that the stones... Didn't kill. Yeah. Why? I don't know. But that's why Gamora and Scarlett Johansson didn't come back. Didn't come back. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> the stones killed everyone else as well. <laughs> yeah. So if I use the stone to drop a big rock on someone's head, I can't bring them back. But if I just... if No, if the, if the stones sacrifice. Like, you can bring back anyone the stones turned to dust because the stones made them dust. But yeah. You couldn't bring back Loki because Loki was killed. Right. By other means. Right. Let's say I didn't turn you to dust. Mm. Or if I just made a rock fall on your head using the stones. I don't think you could because that's why Vision and Loki and everyone didn't come back at the end. They were still dead. It doesn't make any sense. Oh, I know. But you can always go back in time and visit them now. So it it's, doesn't really matter. Just the, bring them back with you. Yeah, this is why it doesn't make sense. It's because like, well, if the, it controls time and reality and space, mm. you just go, okay, I won't just bring them back with the dust. I'll go back in time a second before they died and then not kill them or make sure they don't die. So if they're like... Before she falls off the cliff, just go back in time and grab her and go, there we are, done. I know you can say, well, that creates a paradox where they wouldn't get the, the stone to begin with, but we don't know that. And it seems like that's not a problem. But you could always take the stones back in time with you to the moment before Thanos got any of them. Mm. But then they, 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 at least they did one thing in that film where they made a point that there was timelines and it was, you were fracturing timelines. So it wasn't... You couldn't go back and solve the one loop in time. Anything you did, it didn't matter when you went back to your own time. Even though somehow Captain America went back in that one timeline and lived through his whole life again. Yeah. That means he that means Captain America went back and knew that Bucky, his best friend in the entire world, was just getting tortured. Yeah. Horribly tortured for all those years. Yeah, he just didn't, <laughs> didn't do nothing about it. Very funny. He was like, oh well, fuck it. <laughs> <That'd> be fine. <laughs> 
Oh, that movie. It doesn't make any sense. Like, everything about it makes no sense. Well, I did. I had a good time watching it. I suspended my disbelief enough and I knew what I was going into. I suppose if you're going to make films in that world after, though, you really, really need to know what happened in that world. Go back in time. Thanos is a baby. Drown the little fucker. But that would only kill Thanos in that timeline because you've changed that timeline now. That's why they made a big thing about you having to return to the exact moment you took them and return the stones. Yeah. Which always made me wonder, does that mean that Captain America saw himself again? Yeah, you'd get, there'd be two Captain Americas then. And he also had to m- almost murder Natalie Portman by pushing that stuff back into her. Yeah. But then they didn't solve because Loki disappeared as well. Yeah. Things you can change the past. Yeah, but you can. You can change the past, but not your past, even though they did. That's it. This is the problem with time travel. Yeah. If you touch time travel, you're going to mess it up. You're going to mess it up. There's so many rules. <laughs> yeah, and you've got to choose... You've got to choose one and be like, okay, how's this going to work? And it's like, apparently, like, Jules Verne's time like time machine is, like, the best one. Yeah, but, and they had the they had the audacity to tell me that uh, Back to the Future wasn't good in this film. Mm. Like, basically, they were like, they're going to do it shit, but we're going to do it right. And you're like, how dare you shit on other films in this film? Yeah. And are Actually, you telling it, sorry, me... Is it H.G. Wells? H.G. Wells did Time Machine, didn't he? I just I don't want that on fucking backtrack corner already. <laughs> already, let's, let's nip that in the bud. <laughs> Good catch! You stopped yourself from looking like a fool. Jeez, that was a close call. <laughs> I just want to understand this world where people get dusted and appear. I don't. Although I like the fact it... you created a term for it. Dusted. Just, getting dusted. Get, they like got dusted. <laughs> oh, they got dusted, man. You don't know what it's like to get dusted. You would be the dusted, which might be the name of this podcast, I feel like. The dusted. The dusted. Yeah. Would you want to be the dusted? Now that you know you come back, would you want to be the dusted or one of the, the stayers? It's tough. It's tough because on the one hand, you're like, well, yeah, of course, it'd be great to be five years in the future in the same age. That's brilliant. Once you, know time... you're not, once you know you're coming back, you're just skipping the problem. Yeah, you're just time traveling. You're essentially time. It's the same as jumping in a time machine and a second later being five years in the future. So it's time travel. The worst bit is that you come back and you've lost everything. Everything. If I, I mean, if it was like now where I don't own any property, or anything, <laughs> who gives a shit? Yeah, I'll jump forward five years. But if I had like a house and a family and a life and a career, then no, you'd be like, oh, I come back, I've lost everything. So it depends. It would very much depend on what my life was. If it was the life I'm out living right now, I'm fine with jumping forward five years. It's so. such an interesting world to imagine though, because you'd have all of this, like everyone would need help. So yeah. you need to have a huge welfare state just brought in instantly. It'd be almost like an interval war you'd need like lots of medical stuff but then suddenly you've got double the amount of doctors double the amount of nurses mate maybe obviously we can't guess who disappeared but like let's mm. say that you did and then you also get like so would countries be more open to open borders because you'd be like well we didn't have any people before now we got loads of people so everyone can just go where they want yeah. i think it'd be the opposite yeah. i think you'd be living in a country and you'd be like wow in this five years you know crime's basically halved we've got all these jobs i've got all this money we've got all this extra space you know, all this sort of, like prices, housing prices have dropped because all of a sudden there's twice as many houses. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then all these people would turn up and you'd be like, kick them out. Get the fuck out of my country. Like, it's this is a great life we're living and you're ruining it. So I think it'd be the other way around. I think people would be very resentful. I would be. I'd be massively resentful of all these people just turning up. And I go, by the way, you know, there's no jobs for anybody now. There's no money for anybody. There's no houses for anybody. Wouldn't it be really interesting if the route they took in the next film is they're talking to all these because they didn't have any conversations with anyone that came back and they talk to them like oh my god what's happening they they the opposite they're like oh my god you came back you're here and everyone's like what they're like what do you mean and it 
what happens is that a whole separate dimension is created when he clicks his fingers and just they're separated. Yeah. So whoever disappeared in this world, in their world, you disappeared. So they live in their own version of that universe where all of those people just gone. Mm. So as far as they're concerned, you've come back into their lives. lives. Right. Because then no one would have died. You just have two dimensions. So you wouldn't be a bad guy. It would be about bringing them back together. Really. Yeah, but then, then both sides have lost people though, isn't it? Yeah, no, I agree. I, I'm just saying it would be interesting because like, yeah. what would you do in that world? Because you'd be like, oh shit. <laughs> no, everyone feels like they're the ones that were there though all along. Yeah. So, okay, a way to sum this up. Do you think Thanos ultimately won? Because now they've brought everyone back and it's just chaos. And it's yeah. going to cause problems and crime and war. And he wasn't right to do it. But now that everyone's come back, he's won again, isn't he? How many people would have been like pretty happy with the world when there was half as many people in it? But this is what I mean about getting used to it. I think after five years, not, obviously no one would pick it to happen. But mm. once it's happened, after five years, they made out as if no one had moved on even slightly. And I just don't think that would be the case. Environmentalists would be like, this is the best thing that's ever happened. <laughs> I think they would genuinely be like, this is good. We've halved the planet, which means we probably halved, you know, fossil fuel usage and all that sort of stuff. So I think like environmentalists would be like, this is a good thing. So do you think there would just be really strict government rules when everyone popped back up? Because they'd be like, well, well, now we have to police this food rations. There's like there's everything until we get the world back up and running again. It would be Five hellish. Yeah. It would be hellish. <laughs> like Thanos has created a horror story of a world. Or would it be the other way around, where everyone was like, "Well, we just spent five years mourning all these people. All these people were dead. They've just had a you know a near death experience because they've popped back into existence. Mm. Let's all just get wasted and have the time of our lives. <laughs> what matters anymore? Oh yeah, I think the first like month or two that those people were back it would be like the end of the second world war it'd be like this a is amazing party. brilliant parties but then just like after the second world war the rest like no one ever talks about what a world was like from 45 to like 55 because it was awful it was diabolical as you can imagine there was rationing it was still rationing in britain up until the late 50s yeah my mom had didn't eat a banana until she was like a teenage like yeah, it was, talks about them like they were gold. It was really bad. So like it was life was miserable after the war because everything was destroyed. All of industry had been converted towards war effort. So then you go back to peace, massive unemployment. You know, it was it was all these soldiers coming back, millions of soldiers suddenly turned back with no job, you know, mental problems from all the war. See, now I would love to watch that film. It's interesting though that you say that because like, you know, you're saying like oh, after five years, people would move on. Mm. You got to remember in, after the First World War, like pretty much every family in Britain lost somebody. So it wasn't half the population, yeah. but it was like, you know, every family in Britain lost one person. We're still talking about that now, a hundred years later. No, no, when I, sorry, when I said move on, I don't mean like, oh, well, that's the end of that. What I mean is I think people would have got remarried a lot. Yeah, I'm sure like, you know, people who let, who died in the war in 1918, by 1923, people had sort of got remarried and stuff like that, but they were still, but it that, was still front and center in people's minds and public life. Yeah, no, no, I agree with that. And I didn't mean that. I just mean that like, imagine like in World War II, I imagine that most of the people that had to get back, piece their back, lives back together were women because yeah. a lot of the men had died. So, but in this world, it's men and women that yeah. have lost someone. So getting together as a couple would be more of a protective thing. Like, I'm alone, you're alone, we don't know what to do with ourselves. Let's get together to look after each other because we've both experienced the same thing. Mm. It's like they always, uh, there's a really common thing. I read this article about how people who lose someone, normally the husband will end up marrying the best friend if they're single. Yeah, yeah. Because they both have experienced this loss. So they're united in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'd have a world that had that. So I think 
like people would have kids they didn't know how to care for with just one parent so people would make little family units because the world would feel quieter and lonelier yeah so we think you would just i think one of the massive problems with this world is that there'd be loads of new couples that would have to find out what to do yeah, yeah, yeah. when their loved ones reappeared yeah everyone would be coming back to i'm sure i used this before when we speak about everyone be coming back to the world that tom hanks comes back to in castaway yes yeah exactly that'd be everybody's life they'd all be like oh you've got a whole new life and you've moved on and all these sorts but of things but it didn't mean they didn't love them or anything like they yeah. they were devastated and that's why they had to move on because otherwise they would have just eaten up who they do you know what i mean i think yeah. there would be a very much a feeling of we live for them kind of feeling yeah, yeah. like there is an independence day it's like we move on for them mm. which i think people did in world after world war Two. like the world you know we became like moved into the era of 50s families and every family values are very important and then we went through a free love phase where it was like no we need to enjoy ourselves and stuff but it was like 20 years later though i think you know yeah i'm not saying that would happen by five years but don't you think so but like i think i think if three billion people were wiped off the face of the earth i think five years later it would still be very raw for most people yeah not 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 raw I don't think I explain, explain it very well I just think that people would... I think obviously people would move because life goes on people would still get diagnosed with cancer and get new jobs and fall in love and all that stuff would still obviously still happen mm-hmm. because that's just the human experience it happens it'll be happening a day after it that stuff would still happen but I think it would people would still be really raw about it it would still be front and centre in everybody's portfolio yeah. of everyone's minds. I guess what I, I'm just talking about the, the situation of everyone popping back up and thinking about couples because i do think that like whether you not necessarily like got new boyfriends or, st- or girlfriends or whatever but maybe you'd move in with your best friends and stuff and then you've been living together five years and then this person comes back home and it's like okay get out of my house why is this <laughs> oh it'd be it'd be something like probably like a quarter to a third of everyone who came back would be like my husband or wife has got a new partner yeah. i think it'd be a lot a high percentage i do think most of them though would instantly leave and go back to their original partners i don't think it would be a case of like, yeah. they were truly in love with them there was more of a reason <laughs> maybe higher maybe half maybe three quarters I don't know it would be a lot yeah when people would have had new in five years yeah they would probably have new partners um, I think most of the women would have new partners <laughs> imagine though you lost a baby and then suddenly it comes back and it's just a newborn you've got inside your uterus oh that's oh that's suddenly, a... <laughs> your, stomach just, suddenly your stomach just expands in bed yeah. like, <laughs> what if you were pregnant already Oh my god, and another baby, and then it comes out, it's like a two headed baby pops out <laughs> no. with four arms and four <laughs> legs and two heads. No, it would just be twins. <laughs> it would be like twins. Not well, well the they'd be exactly the same. It'd have to somehow be in the gap, though. It'd suddenly have to materialize in the gap. It's not going to, is it? It's going to materialize on top of the current baby and make a mega baby, as they call it in medical. Would, I don't, what's the medical term? I think one would baby. just consume the other, probably. But it would be full. What if you were like eight and a half months pregnant when it disappeared? And then this baby was eight and a half months. And then. Then the woman would die because his baby. stomach would burst. Because yeah. Because it would be like alien. I never call a mega baby. <laughs> Form a mega baby. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you have this idea. People will be in walls and shit. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what will happen. But like a computer game that regenerates characters knows to not put it inside objects it considers to be solid. But that's because that's a game. This is just Tony Stark on some planet in the middle of nowhere, clicking his fingers and saying, like, no, oh, everyone, they're on everyone, everyone return. Huh? They're on Earth. So that, not that that matters, but they're on Earth. Is he? Yeah, they've just blown up the headquarters. They're fighting in the rubble of the headquarters, aren't they? I don't think they are. I think yeah. they're on like a moon. No, remember, Thanos blows up the I remember moon. he blows up their base, but I don't think that's where they're fighting. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. 
Okay, well, anyway. I know why you're wondering. It's because in your head, the sky is red. It's pink. And the earth is... Yeah, the yeah, yeah. all pink. <laughs> well, whatever. But, like, when he clicks his fingers, he's basically saying, everyone who is dead, return to where you were standing when you died. Well, there's a fucking car parked there now. Or there's a baby there in my womb <laughs> now. A baby there. <laughs> or would it, like, if the, well, if the mother's moved, would the baby just appear where the mother once was? None of this makes sense. <laughs> I don't like it. That is that is the best thing about it is if your dog came back. Dogs and cats come back. Yay. <laughs> but like, what would happen though? Imagine someone came back and you were like, yay, and then they died like the next day. Like they got hit by a car or they were... Instantly. They, they appeared and a car hit a them. A car hit them straight away. Because they were like, oh my God. That would literally happen to thousands of people because yeah. they would just reappear on motorways, in cars and stuff. People that were on the operating theatre at the time would just yeah. suddenly reappear with their guts open. With all the guts hanging out. <laughs> People who were just about to die of like, you know, they had a terminal disease and they were like hours away from dying. They would suddenly reassemble and then die an hour later. You get the joy of a few hours though. The joy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is a nightmare scenario Tony (laughs) Stark is creating. Well, this leads us to the perfect question. Would you live there? Fuck no. (laughs) Never, ever, ever. I don't want to see a fucking mega baby. Oh my God. That's horrendous. No mega babies. <laughs> I would also not live there. This no, no. So well, so. You wouldn't this, choose that. This, this may be one of the rare ones I've said no to. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, let's give it a go. But no, I will not. <laughs> would you prefer to live here or, or the one I can't remember from last time? The one I can't remember from last time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to bother asking you what it reminds you of because it's obviously Endgame. <laughs> yeah, it reminds me a lot of Endgame. And is there a TV show called like The Returned or something? Which oh, I is never this kind of that. idea? I've never seen it either. No, but. isn't it like it's got a number? I think there's a couple of The 800 or something, and 800 people disappear from a village. Yeah, I think there's a few. I think there's one called like The Returned. There's another, which is like a French one. Maybe we should have watched them before we talked about this because I'm sure they answer a lot of these things. They probably do, you know. (laughs) That's probably what the whole show is about. It's like if people disappeared for so many years and then they come back, what happens? And I guarantee there's no mega babies. There's no mega babies. (laughs) Then what's what's the point? Uh, So, where in the world can we find you? Uh, You haven't asked me if it's a dystopia, utopia, or midtopia. It's because we both. Okay, sorry. Is it a dystopia, utopia, or midtopia? It's a dystopia, of course. What a silly question. (laughs) Why are you even asking? I agree. I completely agree. It's weird because you wouldn't think that a world where all the people you love come back is a dystopia, but it would be because. Yeah. Oh no, I don't. No, that's weird, isn't it? Actually, because maybe it would be worth all of these problems because the people you love are suddenly back. But they've also been gone for five years. Yeah, but I'd be too lazy to find someone else. So you'd appear and I'd be like, "Oh, you're back. Can you take out the garbage?" <laughs> yeah, you'd be like, "I'm back. I'm so hungry, Lee." <laughs> like, oh, okay, got any cookies, Emmy? <laughs> I've been here for five years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it would. So, yeah. but I think it maybe it levels to a mid. Midtopia. Really? Yeah, because there is so much joy that would come from it. But there's this world where your family and friends just don't disappear for five years. Yeah, I know. And I'm saying this is... This is a utopia? It's borderline, yeah. Yeah. I know there's a lot of problems and that's very... That feels like a controversial thing to say, that I feel like the world is a lot better than it used to be. But, you know, I do. (laughs) A lot better than it used to be. Did you think that Endgame was a historical documentary? (laughs) (laughs) Is that what's going on here? (laughs) (laughs) The world, that's not how things used to happen in the past. Remember back in the day when people would just disappear into dust for five years? That was a terrible way. I don't know why we did it that way in the past. This way, where people don't disappear for five years, is a lot better. I just 
just remember that oh Y2K thing. I assume that's what that was. <laughs> yeah. It was just code for dusting. Yeah, it's like everyone's going to turn to dust. At midnight. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, God. That's so funny to remember that we genuinely, as a people, thought that the world was going to end at midnight. Well, some of us did. We, we didn't, obviously, yeah. but, like, but yeah, we did I mean. as well. Like, yeah. the, like, people pretend now that they didn't, but, like, people did. Yeah, people were very I remember very my mum filled a lot of Evian bottles with water just in case we lost water for a few days, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was pretty, it's pretty hysterical when you think about it now. When I say she filled Evian bottles, I obviously mean dirty Coke bottles that she cleaned out and then just put tap water in. No way my mum or anyone in Wales is buying everyone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she filled the bath with water. That's what you're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. Zombies, Y2K and dustings, fill the bathtub with water. It's a good idea. Good idea. But then you just have a bath in it. You'd be the worst. Yeah, I'm going to say that's As soon as you said that, all I want to do is go have a bath. <laughs> okay, so where in the world can we find you? Absolutely nowhere. Nowhere? Nowhere whatsoever. <laughs> well, if you would like to find this podcast, we are on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever else you find your podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, if you want to contact us, you can leave a comment on SoundCloud, or you can send us a message on Twitter at drinks underscore dystopia. I don't check it often, but I am going to try to do more. And if you want to find my sister, I will leave the details down below of our fantastic editor so you can find all of her work and have a look. She's a talented artist also, isn't she? Yes, yes. Following in her big sister's stories. footsteps. <laughs> we did we nailed that one. <laughs> to raise a glass? To, to not getting dusted? To not getting dusted. To dystopias? To dystopias. <laughs>